I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with George C.O.C. Samuels, the Anipreneur. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, Cynthia. How are you? <laughs> Is it Anipreneur or Anipreneur? Uh, really, it's a tomato-tomato thing. Um, however, you know, you want to say it, uh, say it how it, uh, you know, sounds best to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to be I, I go with. Yeah, I mean, I, I go with Anipreneur, um, but, uh, okay. you know, more English, uh, Aussie, maybe, say, Anipreneur. I say it Anipreneur. Much like Amuse Now enables artists to make a living doing what they love, your Anipreneur website brings together animators and empowers them to enlarge their bank balances. The idea behind Anipreneur was, uh, essentially came out of something I saw a lot amongst a lot of animators who, um, you know, love animating but uh, aren't always able to translate that into something that can make them money. And um, especially with the global financial crisis that went on and also the highly competitive nature of the animation industry, uh, there are a lot of freelance animators out there. Um, now, it, it, it's sort of, you know, it's lovely when you feel that you're your own boss, but then uh, you, you kind of uh, then realize, oh, shit, I need to get clients or I need to learn how to actually, um, you know, uh, make money out of doing what I can. And so um, I, I got involved with uh, a lot more entrepreneurs. Um, I sort of just uh, left the creative uh, groups because, uh, I don't know, I just saw, saw this gap. And so I spent a lot more time with entrepreneurs and I realized, hey, animators have a lot to contribute to, uh, you know, the, the entrepreneur space um, or to, to a lot of other types of clients as well. And um, I just wanted to be able to uh, share with animators how I'm able to make money uh, doing animation because I think there's this um, saying that goes around that if you're an artist or a creative or an animator, there's no money to be made. Um, but then <laughs> if you look at uh, the likes of Disney and Pixar, it's you know very uh, contradicting to, to that statement. So I believe it's a matter of belief as well. Um, yeah, you can start calling yourself an entrepreneur, um, or you could also just go to the website at uh, entrepreneur.com and uh, you know uh, subscribe to the email list. And who knows, if there are more entrepreneurs that come out, you can start putting a membership uh, program together or something and you know take it from there. But that's the idea. Excellent. Well, increasing your bank balance is something that you do on your business website. And I saw you mentioned something called business explainer videos. Can you tell us a little bit about them? So explainer videos um, have been around for a good couple of years now, at least the term itself. And I came across explainer videos, which are also known as product demo videos, through Miguel Hernandez of uh, Grimo Media. And, uh, you know, in, in my search for finding ways that I could use my animation skills to uh, make, make money for myself, um, I found that explainer videos was one of those commercial options. So uh, because I, I wanted to make money doing animation as well, what this allowed me to do is essentially create uh, 60 to 120 second videos that explained an idea, a product, or service. Um, so really simple, really engaging, and really um, succinct. Uh, I essentially started offering those to more entrepreneurs because I was uh, you know, in that space. And they became really popular. Um, and I think they're still only just uh, catching on in Australia now, but in the States, uh, they've been around for a while. Um, when they first started out, I think they were going for around like $10,000 
per per minute. Um, well, I think every subsequent minute was like half price or something, but the first minute was about ten thousand dollars. Now, because there are, there's a lot more competition and the way the markets go, you know, I've seen uh, people offer it for as little as four ninety nine uh, for a minute, and that's because you've got you know your other um, Asian countries, uh, folks who can do it for a lot cheaper. So uh, what I have been speaking to uh, Miguel Hernandez about, who's kind of like a mentor for explainer videos, um, he's, the, the best thing is if you establish a, a solid brand or a well-known brand and have trust, that will help you to keep your prices set higher. Um, and uh, you know, always, if you do good work, uh, you, can, you can set your price. But that's essentially how, yeah, so it's like from $4.99 to $10,000, you know, it all depends on um, your ability to sell. Well, that's a good way to supplement your income and stay in the industry for sure. Excellent. Yes, and especially with personal projects, because I know animators, you know, like to create, and um, I have my own personal projects. So what that does, it allows me to fund that. And I think some of the things that you love <coughs> doing are called cultural animation. And I watched yes. several of your episodes, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Called Tales yep. from Nanomea. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> so tell us about that series and how people can view the episodes because they're wonderful. Oh, thank you. Um, so the tales, uh, well, cultural animation first of all is uh, just another sort of term that I I didn't really coin. I sort of just uh, redefined because the original term was uh, coined by a Polish sociologist or something of the sort. And it, it, re it referred to, you know, um, community work and um, sort of uh, animating uh, a community to, to use the arts to, um, you know, bring about the culture and stuff. There are a lot of animations out there that have to do with culture and specifically preserving culture. And um, I've seen how these stories have really helped to also animate uh, communities themselves uh, in terms of, you know, looking at it and like, you know, shedding a tear. Like, I can't believe this is <laughs> not just a family story anymore, but it's something that I can see. It's something that can be passed on to my children, um, something that can be shared. Uh, it becomes more than just, um, you know, a, a, an oral tradition. Tales from Nanamea, that's, uh, that's an animation series that I started while I was at university. Um, and it was based off of stories that my mother told me while growing up. And maybe it was destiny, but as soon as, whenever I tried doing some other animation uh, or animated story, it would never uh, flow through smoothly. But every time I did these stories, everything would just click. Um, everything that I needed would come together. And so um, I think it took me till the third episode to finally get it that you know I was meant to, to work on these type of animations. Um, the third episode actually caused me to quit my job as a, um, at a design studio. Um, and with no plan, no, no whatever, um, and just uh, pursue uh, that as a potential career. had a successful crowdfunding campaign for it, which was great. Um, but, you know, that's another story that I probably have to share <laughs> in an article or something. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's essentially the Tales from Nanomea series, and it's based on the myths and legends of Nanomea Tuvalu, which is my maternal homeland, and you can, uh, you can go to, you can watch the episodes by going to talesfromnanomea.com. So you said you went to university. Is that how you became involved with animation? Um, well, the passion for animation was there actually from very young age. Uh, I think probably when I first saw uh, when I saw my first Disney film, I think it was Aladdin. 
Um, I saw it with my uncle, and I remember the the opening scene with the the tiger opening his mouth and Jafar coming out. I think that was my first real fascination with it. And um, ever since I was young, I was always into computers, so I was actually quite a nerd when it came to computers. So I did like all the programming, um, you know, design-related stuff. And then when I hit university, I had two choices. Um, I was either to go down the path uh, that my father wanted, which was like, you know, a uh, safe, secure <clears throat> engineering path or computer science or something, um, or go the creative side, you know, which was animation. Now, to get a compromise with my dad, I, I decided to do a general multimedia degree. Um, <laughs> but by that time um, I finished that, uh, I got accepted into some master's course with animation. So what tools do you use? For, for animation itself, I actually really love uh, using the traditional tools for animators. So, you know, with your light board, the paper, pen, pencil. Uh, but I have sort of moved more towards using uh, Wacom tablets um, and, uh, you know, sort of drawing straight into uh, my laptop or computer. Um, what's this? Adobe? They actually uh, officially... Or sponsored or supported my Tales from Animea series, so I now have free access to all their Adobe software. So I use their, um, I was using it already before, but uh, Photoshop, you know, Illustrator, After Effects, Premiere, uh, those are usually, you know, some of the base tools. Um, I do more 2D animation than I do 3D, uh, even though I'm training 3D as well. I just love 2D animation. And uh, I also use Toon Boom animation software, who are also official supporters of uh, the Tales from Animea series. And can you spell that last one? Because everybody knows Adobe, but I've never heard the Toon Bloom, did you say? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toon Boom. So uh, T-O-O-N um, space B-O-O-M. So Toon Boom are actually, uh, they're a hidden gem because their software was used to create, um, what was it, uh, Princess and the Frog, the Disney film? Yep, was that Princess and the Frog? Think it was. That doesn't ring a bell, but my son's getting ready to go to college, so I may not know every Disney film. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was it was their last traditionally, well, I mean, traditionally animated film. Um, okay. I, I think yeah, it was called Princess and the Frog. So um, Toon Boom software was used for that. Uh, the Simpsons uh, also use uh, Toon Boom animation software. Um, yeah, if you check out their um, their website, just search by Google, um, you'll find out more about them. I think they're more uh, they're focusing more in on the education sector now, um, so using uh, their their software to help students uh, with their learning, and it's quite interesting. Animation actually really helps with uh, the education side of things too, um, and that could be another uh, topic of discussion. Yes, you have. You, we, we'll have to have you on as a guest again, I think. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, since Amuse Now is about artists helping artists, you definitely gave us a lot of information, but do you have any secret tips or something that we can share with budding animators so they can yes. walk away with something that they really didn't know before? Yes, I do. Awesome. Um, <laughs> the... One thing I'll say is that uh, the most important thing with any sort of profession you involve yourself with is um, applying what you know to every other aspect of your life. So for animation, that's sort of like my base. So I can actually apply uh, everything that I know about animation into the world of money, into the world of business, into the world of entrepreneurship, um, into the world of uh, education. 
Um, it's, I find that it's important to become wiser, not just knowledgeable with animation, um, because there are a lot of different types of animators as well. So, um, you know, animators are, uh, come in uh, very many different shapes and forms, and um, I would say that I think the mindset is the most important thing uh, for any artist or animator out there. And if there's any book that I would suggest you read, if you're looking to uh, take your artistic skills further and actually get paid for it, like what you're worth, I would suggest you read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Oh, wow. That's a yep. classic. Yes. Excellent. And um, there are a lot of principles in there that do relate to, to animation, and perhaps I'll, I'll write a book one day. Develop your mindset along uh, with your, uh, your skill sets. And definitely I'm going to do another plug for the entrepreneur because I think that mixing business and creativity is a plus, and it helps you to be successful, right? You, you are still true. You're true to your craft yeah. even if you're making money. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, I I've I read somebody uh, somebody have wrote um, work. He said, "Work for money, um, but create out of love." And the hard work at the beginning it, it's always um, difficult at the beginning. But anything worth um, working towards is going to be hard at the beginning. And uh, yeah, the more you work towards it, the more persistent you'll get it. Very sage advice for one so young. <laughs> well, I'll tell uh, you, I. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot from you today, and when we launch our e-commerce site later this summer, I hope awesome. that you'll consider adding AmuseNow to your video distribution channels because I think you should start getting paid for a lot of those cultural animation videos. They're so lovely and beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And I wish you all good things. Thank you for joining me today. Likewise. Thank you very much, Cynthia. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of AmuseNow. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by AmuseNow Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about AmuseNow, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon@amusenow.com.